Hey guys, it's Elisha Tatavera and this is the For The Creatives podcast. And today I sit down with the amazing Kirsten Williams. Kirsten Williams is a life, business and creativity coach. And today we have a chat about creativity and exploring the idea that everyone has the innate ability to be creative and to develop their creativity. We also discuss some of the common myths surrounding creativity and why they can be harmful to our creative development. Now, I really enjoyed this episode today and I hope you do too. Hey, Kirsten, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, Elijah. Really good. Thanks for um, joining me on the podcast today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. So, Kirsten Williams, um, why don't we start off by just you telling me a bit about yourself or telling us, the audience, a bit bit about yourself, who you are? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, look, I am uh, a mother. I've got two kids and I've been in and around creative circles for probably most of my life. Yeah. Um, That kind of started when I was at high school senior art class, you know, skipping biology lessons and going to the art room instead of uh, doing what I should have been doing. Um, And then from there, I uh, kind of went into a graphic design degree and then into some uh, kitchen designing actually for a number of years. So I used to design interiors for kitchens, which was pretty fun. And then uh, moved into more of a graphic design role when we moved to Bundaberg a number of years ago and uh, into the marketing space and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, been a youth pastor, been a pastor, so Few different roles. lots of different things over my time for sure. Yep. So outside of the jobs that you've done and being a mother and the different those roles, how would you, I guess, describe yourself beyond that? Like, what are you most passionate about? Yeah, there's probably a number of things to be honest, but yeah. my most passionate thing would definitely be helping people to discover their greatness yeah. and to actually embrace who they are and live their purpose. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Mm. Um, So today I would love to explore and look at the idea that everyone has the innate ability to be creative um, and also maybe us just have a discussion around some things that we can do to cultivate creativity in our lives. Um, Yeah. Sounds great. So before we get into that, though, I just wanted to touch on what you're doing at the moment. So at the moment, you're now doing offering coaching. That's correct, yes. Do you want to touch a bit on that, like what you do there? Yeah, sure. So currently I'm doing some coaching for business executives and in general just people around town who really want to try and move forward in life and discover other things that they're capable of. Yeah. So one of the things that I've done in the last, well, couple of months in particular has been exploring the idea of a creativity coach. Yeah. And what does that look like and what does that mean? It's kind of a relatively new space for coaching. Yeah. And I think moving forward in business or even in life, it's really imperative for people to understand that creativity is a big part of everyday life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So at what point did you yourself realize that you wanted to go down a more like coaching route? So you said you're passionate about helping people, but was there like a particular moment where you're like, yeah, this is sort of the route I want to go down? Yeah, definitely. So a couple of years ago during COVID and the first lot of lockdowns, I was actually in a marketing role at the time and I got laid off. Yeah. First time in my life, never never lost a job, never been uh, fired from a job in my whole entire career. And that's spanning nearly 30 years now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I lost my job. So I reassessed what do I want to do for the next season of my life? Uh, the kids had grown up, left home. So it was just Lincoln, my husband and I now. Yeah. And um, 
just reassessed, well, what do I actually want to do? And whilst the marketing space is a great space to be in, yeah, decided that it's time for a change and helping people really has been a, a pattern and a kind of a, a passion of mine for a long, long time. So bit the bullet and, yeah. and now here I am. It's awesome. Yeah. And you touched on how you're exploring uh, being a creativity coach. Correct. So do you believe that everyone has the ability to be creative? 100%. I think it doesn't matter who it is, uh, whether you're in a profession that is, uh, say, an engineer yeah. or even a lawyer um, or even perhaps in uh, more of a artistic kind of expression of creativity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People have to find innovative ways to be able to do things every day. Yeah, for sure. I think with this podcast, like it's called For the Creatives. and. Cool. When I create, when I like titled it that uh, at the beginning, in my mind, I, I was already like, you know, I, th- I think that everyone has the ability to be creative or to develop that side of them. So that's sort of the mindset I went into it with when I set the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably also more just targeting those people that do identify a bit more as a creative person. Sure. But by setting that name, I realized that I sort of like, you know, ostracized a lot of people that didn't feel like they're creative. So they're like, oh, well, you know, that's not for me. Right. So I've been in like a lot of different discussions over the past, like so many months around people who have been like, oh, I'm not a creative person. I'm not creative. And I'm trying to find new ways to sort of challenge that mindset and open them up to the idea that, yeah, like you were saying, creativity is in everything we do and all different types of roles. Yeah, look, 100%. And um, I think just on that note, yeah. uh, I was reading a, a bi- biography of, uh, I think his name is Lewis Braille. You know, he invented the, the Braille system of being yeah. able to read for yeah. blind people. And if that's not creativity at its finest, discovering a new way for people who have lost their sight to be able to read, yeah, I, I don't know what's creative then, because that is pretty impressive. Yeah. To come up with something that is going to be able to help people uh, explore new things and learn and continue to grow. Yeah. That's incredible. And that's really creative. So I think creativity as such is more of a thought process than an expression. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think the expression of creativity can look very different. So, you know, for me, myself, I'm a graphic designer, Yeah. Uh, have been for a long, long time. And that's one way I can express creativity because as a graphic designer you're solving a problem yeah yeah. on a piece of paper or on a layout or whatever it might be and you have to fit different shapes different things into a specific space and it has to work yeah so that's an expression of creativity expression of creativity i like that yeah just touching on that as well, I think one of the first things that I think helped for me in discussions around creativity was separating a creative from an artist. Perfect. What do you think about that? Yeah, look, I think that is really, uh, really insightful. An artist has so many different ways they express themselves, right? Yeah. Um, and a creative, uh, whilst they can express themselves artistically, can also express themselves in other ways. Yeah. And I think the trouble gets kind of blurry when you kind of meld them together and you label people. Yeah, for sure. And like you were saying, that creativity is more of a thought process. Yep. So, because I know like a lot of people um, will see artists and they're like obviously overtly creative, but then when they see themselves and like, oh, well, I'm not like that. So I'm not creative because they link those two together. Yeah. Look, 
It's interesting. I was um, having a conversation with a lady. She's an accountant or a financial advisor uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we were discussing this very thing, yeah. you know, and she was saying to me, oh, look, I don't think I'm creative, you know, because I just deal with numbers. Yeah. And my argument to her, I put it like this. Well, if you have to come up with a financial plan for somebody with a certain amount of figures, certain amount of numbers, yeah. well, you have to kind of figure out how that person's going to make more money or how they can shape their life with the money they have, right? Yeah. That's creative. And then the next person that comes along is going to give you a different set of figures and a different set of numbers. And you have to navigate that as well. Yeah. Creative. It's not just a one size fit, fits all, I don't think. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. Mm. Back to, the, I guess, the name of the podcast, I've decided to keep it for the creatives <laughs> yeah, as awesome. well, but hopefully have more conversations like this and shape um, just some of the wording that I use around creativity and being a creative to make sure that people understand that, you know, everyone has the ability to develop that side yep. um, because I think, you know, it's going to be, it's more important now than ever for us to have, you know, creative thinkers and well, be to be creative thinkers yep. um, in all of our different roles and things as the world is changing so fast. Yeah, um, for sure. But even in our day-to-day -day life and living as well. Yeah, look, I, I agree. And um, just hinting back towards the, uh, the Braille conversation we've just yeah. had, I wrote a blog post just a couple of days ago about honing your senses and in that I was doing a bit of research and thinking through, okay, well, people who lose their sight uh, often develop a different sense, right? Yeah. And they have to be able to be creative to navigate life from that moment. Yeah. And if you lose your hearing, well, other senses in your life kind of come forward and you have to be able to navigate things very creatively. Yeah. You know, um, so I think what we term as creative um, should shift. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How do you think we should talk about it or look at it? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think at the moment, the conversations that we're having, this yeah. conversation and others that I'm having with other people are still kind of defining and shaping what that might be. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone that's landed directly on it. Yeah. And um, it, it is a kind of a blurry gray area still. And will it ever get completely clarified? I don't know. But these are good conversations to have. Yeah, no, I agree for sure. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, it's probably pretty obvious and there's study out there that a lot of people sometimes naturally are more creative because of their upbringing, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, that sort of nature versus nurture, if that's the right way to put it. Um, but it doesn't mean that if you haven't, if you're not sort of naturally creative because of your upbringing or the roles that you've been in or the environments that you've been around, that you can't develop that, which is what I'm wanting to encourage a lot more people. Uh, to do is to develop sort of their creativity and to realize that they can actually do that. But if you don't believe you can, like you would know, then you're not going to try. Correct. And I think sometimes people don't actually realize how creative they are. Yeah. I mean, from many, many years ago, being a youth pastor, you know, we saw young people be very creative around, you know, trying to get out of their homework or yeah. trying to navigate uh, doing the wrong thing. They would have very creative excuses and comments around what they're doing yeah. in their life, you know. So that's still creative. You can't just say my dog ate my homework or something. <laughs> well, you could, but it's probably not going to go down real well. But, you know, um, I think people are inherently creative. Yeah. I think 
we're always thinking differently or thinking and look some of it's very self-serving you know can i get out of uh you know doing detention can i get out of a parking ticket whatever it might be you know we come up with excuses and sometimes excuses look very creative yeah for sure i've seen some really interesting excuses (laughs) i bet um talking on i guess that faith element then as well like Mm. i've touched on this in a couple episodes um prior but i believe that um from my from my faith and my belief i believe that you know we're created um by god so we're created in the image of that god and um if you just look around if if like god created everything like nature everything in the world today even just our like you know physics and laws and gravity and everything like the level of creativity that went into even the smallest like leaf or like bug or insect is amazing yep and it's like if we've even got you know a small percentage of that then like i don't know it's just that's really inspiring for myself as well oh for sure and i think look to be honest you know it says in the bible that we are created in the image of god right and if we're created in the image of god then we are created just like him Mm. so he created the heavens and the earth and everything that's in it everything that we see like you've just mentioned and in that he has put within us his holy spirit yeah now that's part of the trinity that's part of god right yeah yeah so if that's part of him and it's now part of us we have the same ability to create yeah do we embrace it no i think there's a few things (laughs) no other things get in the road you know like self-doubt or um self-sabotage or insecurities or hurts or whatever and that stops us from letting that creative side of God really come forward. Yeah, no, I agree. And I love um, what you're doing and the direction you're going with being a business, life and creativity coach because um, like, as you know, there's so many people out there who sort of, I guess, they settle for the status quo or they settle for, you know, they limit themselves because they're limiting beliefs and not realizing, you know, how far they can go and not realizing, you know, the potential that they actually do have. That's right. And there's so many people, you know, there's quotes about it. There's motivational videos about it, but so many people that just, you know, go to the grave with their dreams and with these ideas for things. So true. And I think we need more people to step into those, um, you know, developing their gifts and their talents and their passions and stepping into a lot of that, I guess, more creative side of who they are. Because then from that, we're going to have more solutions. We're going to have more innovative ideas and more things in local communities on a global scale. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah. Look, I think that's exactly where we need to head. And, you know, even if you want to think about, you know, we we talk about all the time, when's somebody going to come up with a, a cure for cancer? Yeah. Like, if we embrace that creativity and that Holy Spirit, God within us, yeah. there are answers in this world for everything that we face. Yeah, It just takes somebody willing enough and brave enough to embrace that and Step discover out. it, yeah. you know? And I think even that, creating a cure for cancer, that is creative. Yeah, for sure. You know, or, is it, or it could be, you know, finding something that will, um, you know, help people with dementia. Yeah. Creative. You know, like we box creative into this artistic expression. Graphic design. All the time. That's uh, right. Singer, you know, painter. Musician. Musician. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that to me, and the more I'm having these conversations, I'm kind of thinking, well, that's more of an expression of creativity. Yeah. Expression. And not everybody has that expression of creativity in that way as i said before uh, a financial planner 
has a creative expression in being able to put a, a financial plan together for someone. Yeah, and how they deal with numbers and yeah. Yeah, uh, an engineer. I mean, I'm married to an engineer. Yeah. And he has to come up with creative solutions for mechanical issues all the time. Yeah, I love that. And expression, expressions of creativity. Yeah. So I guess now looking at some of the more practical ways that we can develop or cultivate cultivate creativity in our lives for your own life are there any things that you do to sort of cultivate creativity or to keep yourself inspired yeah for sure look there's a number of things one of the big ones for me is being open to new experiences yeah um you know once upon a time i was quite closed off to new experiences and um to thinking in a certain way And I think, you know, there's a tendency for us to continue to think the way we've always thought. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that kind of puts us in a box. So for me, it's really about interacting with other people. Yeah. Um, And the experiences we have with other people. And look, you don't have to agree with everybody. You can still get along with everybody, even if you don't agree with them. Yeah. But I think having different experiences and being open, open-hearted to what does this look like? Asking the what if questions, you know? Yeah, I ask what a, if? I ask a lot of questions and particularly of God too, right? Um, I think sometimes as faith people, we can often be very, well, this is the way God works. Yeah. And we just accept it. Yeah. But God is bigger than anything that we know. Yeah. So why do we limit him when he doesn't limit us? Yeah. I think we tend to put him in a box sometimes. Oh, 100%. For sure. How do you think... If the, So let's just say there's someone out there who, you know, they, they maybe sort of get the idea. They understand that everybody sort of has the ability to be creative, but they don't identify as a creative person or they don't really see a lot of creativity in what they do in their day-to-day life, but they sure. want to develop that more. Yep. Do you have any, like... What are your thoughts around ways that people could start to cultivate that creativity? Yeah, sure. Look, I think one of the big things is um, the people that you hang around with. Yeah. Um, If you're always around, say, say you're an engineer and you always hang out with engineers. Well, you're only ever going to think like an engineer, aren't you? But if you have other people in your life that are creative or expressing that creativity in a certain way that you like or that you want to explore. And that's what I was saying before about being open to new experiences, right? I think having people in your life who are going to challenge you, who are going to open you up to new experiences in that realm of creativity, it's a great start. Another way would be definitely to read. Yeah. You know, I read a lot and um, reading opens your mind up to new ideas. Yeah. So it's really important to read. And I mean, read a lot of different stuff. You know, don't just stick to the stuff you like. And I think going back to the conversation around our faith again, yeah. you know, as faith-filled people, we often just read faith books yeah, or self-help books along faith lines, right? Yeah. Read some other things. Yeah. Careful what you pick, but read some other things. Just Open your mind up to other new ideas. Building that exposure and yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that I've experienced talking about creativity is, um, different, what's the right way to put this? 
living in a small regional town can mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> not be the most um, inspiring thing when it comes to creativity and trying new things and being innovative. I, I mean, to be, to be honest, there have been some really innovative ideas and things that have come out of regional towns, especially yep. like in Bundaberg here. But usually as a whole percentage wise, there's less creative uh, I don't know, so not less creative people. I need to rephrase that. <laughs> There's maybe less people act um, actively working or operating in really creative spaces. Right. Um, that's what I've found. Sure. Um, and I, I think a few years ago, that was one of the reasons why I was getting ready to move solely on that was the fact that I just felt like there was no community or people that I could connect with and be challenged with and be, you know, right. um, inspired by Gotcha. But I sat down with someone um, in Brisbane and they'd also come from like a regional town, very mm-hmm. creative person, someone who I like um, admire the stuff that they do. And he said, um, what one of the things he mentioned was to like building that exposure. So like, you know, right. look, looking at podcasts, looking in yeah. at what, look at what you're taking in, even yep. on social media feeds, like yep. who am I following on social media? Mm-hmm. Because those are ways that I can sort of change um, what I'm being exposed to as well. Reading, podcasts, like you were Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And look, I've been in a regional town most of my life. Yeah. Spent some time uh, in Brisbane, living there for a number of years. And yeah, look, I think as a creative, if we're going to use that terminology, um, sometimes even in a big city, you have to seek out others who yeah. are like you. And often I've found people who are creative or um, artistic, they're a bit underground. So they're not they're not out there fully exposed to the yeah. world, you know, doing their thing and, and being amazing, particularly in smaller places, right? Um, so I think what you're saying is, is right. You have to go out of your way to connect with people who are bigger than you and bigger than where you live. Yeah. And it's really important to, to do that regularly. Yeah. And, you know, with technology now, it's so easy to stay in touch. So there's really, there's no excuses for people who want to grow in that area Yeah. to be able to do it. You just have to be active and intentional. Intentional. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one of the sort of terms that I've been using a lot has been showing up. Like for yep. me, a lot of what, when I look back at the things that I'm doing or have done, a lot of it has just come from showing up, just being like, you know, making a decision and following through. It's like, all right, I need to be around new people. How can I do that? And showing up yep. in those spaces. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good tactic. As we're talking about creativity, I find um, usually people that are more naturally creative or creative thinkers, um, usually their thought processes are more creative. So they're not as linear. They're not as like black and white. They're not as point A to point B. So because of that, when it comes to, and this isn't everyone, Mm -hmm. but I would say, I think I've found like a majority and for myself as well, people who are naturally creative. Um, Again, I don't even know if that's the right term, naturally creative. (laughs) Let's go with it. They've grown up in a more, yeah. Let's just go with it for now. Yeah. They usually, um, when it comes to structure, when Mm -hmm. it comes to discipline, when it comes to those sorts of of areas, sometimes haven't been the most, aren't the best with, I guess, managing discipline and structure in their own lives. I found that's one thing that a lot of creatives sort of need help with or guidance or need to develop, like a skill that they need to develop, which naturally they may not. Because when you look at like artists. Yep. Um who all, I would say all artists are creative, but not all creatives are artists. Sure. Um, when you look at artists, they, a lot of their expression of creativity is so like, you know, 
inspiring out there, maybe original, like it's really different. And to do that, you can't be thinking in like coloring in the lines, black and white, going from A to B. So then applying that to your personal life, like trying to then, you know, I don't even know the right way to put this right now. I guess what I'm asking, what I'm getting at is as someone who seems to be very creative and has mm-hmm. been sort of developing that, yep. how do you find discipline and building structure into your life over the years? Yeah, sure. So I can definitely speak to this. Um, so about uh, 30 years ago, I suppose, because, you know, I'm not young anymore. I was that person. Yeah. So I was the, oh my gosh, look at that butterfly. Oh my gosh, look at that bright new shiny toy, right? And as a very creative person, artistically back then, um, yeah, there was not a lot of structure and discipline, I suppose, in my life as there is today. Yeah. Um, Don't get me wrong, I was still quite um, disciplined, but I was kind of fly by the seat of your pants kind of person. Yeah. You know. And um, over the years, I have had to build structure into my life yeah. and discipline. And a lot of it has come, thankfully, through my husband, whom I owe uh, a debt of gratitude to for it because he's a very structured man. Yeah. Um, but he is a very linear thinker. He is an engineer and they think a certain way, right? Yeah. And they it's all about structure, it's all about process. Which you sort of need and would hope that <laughs> <laughs> Correct. they have. <laughs> That's right. Um, for me, I've watched his life unfold and parts of him have rubbed off on me. Yeah. So in some ways, I've not had a choice. I've had to get a little bit more disciplined with a few things. Yeah. Um, But a lot of it's been intentional. So for me to operate at my best in a creative space now, I like things a certain way. Yeah. Like I like my office set up a certain way. It has to have the right feel about it. Yeah. Because as creatives and um, people who are artistic, I think we like the touchy-feely, it's got to feel right or I don't produce my best work, right? Yeah. I've heard. So I've got to have the right atmosphere. Yeah. But if you walk into my office, there's a place for everything. I have everything where I need it to be and I'm really particular about it now. Once upon a time, it could take me 10 minutes to find something. Yeah. You know? Now I can put my hands on it straight away. But in terms of discipline, I'm extremely disciplined now. And I think if you can build discipline into your life as a creative, it actually creates more space for you to produce amazing expressions of artisticness in your life. So I think as I've developed that, my ability to be creative or artistic, um, just incredible. Yeah. I am... I would say I'm probably, you know, at a different stage of that, (laughs) but I have found the same as well. And um, I would say being a, I guess, a very, I would see myself as a very creative person across the fields that I work. Yep. Then trying to, um, well, not trying to, building uh, a couple of different businesses, having to be a lot more disciplined and structured and organized, which naturally I'm not. So I'm not, naturally I'm not horrible at it, but I just, you know, prefer that more, you know, Um, Easy come, easy go. Inspirational, yeah, yeah, creative. And even just things like, you know, if you're a painter, you might wait for inspiration or you might wait for, you know, yeah, to be inspired or to have a muse or something, depending on what type of painter, like artist painter you are. Um, But I found having 
like trying to find the right rhythm for my life. So having, I guess, yep. um, set times when I do things. Yes. At the moment, I'm trying to, I, will not, I keep saying trying to when I'm doing it. <laughs> you are or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment, I'm writing a book and I won't awesome. get into that now. But um, early on, I was only writing when I was like inspired, when I right. had something. Right. Now I'm actually, and I've only just started doing this, but making a particular time to sit down and write, even if I'm not inspired, even yep. if what I write is rubbish. And I think over time, developing that discipline for that particular thing allows me to then, I guess, hone that craft as well. 100%. Um, yeah, so that's just one thing myself that I've sort of am trying to do. Um, yeah, and, that, and I think that's really important because if you don't build the discipline into your life, yeah, you'll get to the end of your life and you'll go, what did I actually accomplish? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of struggling artists um, who don't have that discipline built into their life struggle all of their life because they often don't know how to take their concept or their um piece yeah and then build something from that they do it for the love of it for the passion of it and which is great if you can pay the bills that way a hundred percent look it it is great um but what i found because i like to paint as well and it's been a number of years since i've done that but something I'll do when I retire maybe I don't know <laughs> why not sooner well yeah why not sooner time is a factor here yeah true <laughs> and I've got other goals at the minute so yeah, you know yeah. there are seasons in life and there are things that you can do and can't do in yeah. different seasons and it's um that's something I've kind of just put on the back burner for now something I will pick up though and um but my point was if I do do something like that in the future um the disciplines that I've built into my life now actually free up my mind, free up my spirit, free up my soul to be able to express things differently. Yeah. So it's the people I know who are very artistic, amazing, inspirational, incredible people. But I find they're also some of them anyway, not all of them, but a lot of them tend to be not great in terms of their thinking process. Yeah. Because they go by feel and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just uh, for me, yeah. I've just found that the discipline in my life helps to uncover other inspirational moments in my life. Yeah, no, I would agree. And um, I guess some of these things as well are a bit situational in the sense that mm. if you're someone that, you know, you have a just a like a standard normal nine to five job and then all your more artistic stuff, like if you're a visual painter or something is outside of that. Right. You may not need to have like or you may not want structure around that. That may be where you can be make more chaotic and, Correct. Um, you know, just when you're inspired paint or do something if it's a hobby. Yes. But I think when you're then wanting to turn it into something that you can actually build your life on or you can actually build an income from or right. building something that of substance, yep. that's when you, I guess, need a bit more organization or structure. structure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I think that's spot on, Elisha, because, you know, uh, it would be great to digress, I suppose, to an artistic frame of mind with no responsibility or no discipline and let your mind kind of run free and let your spirit run free. And I think that's important too, to build into your life as a creative who is disciplined. Yeah. You know, I have uh, time in my life and time in my days um, from time to time that I can do that. Yeah. You know, because that's still inherently part of who I am. So I need to let that be 
kind of a part of my day. Yeah, for sure. I like that you mentioned that. Um, I did see in one of the articles that you wrote or one of the posts that you wrote recently around creativity, you were Mm. touching on, I can't remember it exactly, but I think it was about having time off or a day off or something. Yep. Yep. Um, And it was actually one of those posts that inspired a thought that I had a while ago Mm. for me to set some time aside in the morning. I'm going to start this as of this week. Right. Um, so I already have a morning routine and it's quite yep. structured. I have, it's, yep. you know, I won't go into that all now, but it works for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to change it a bit to add in a bit of time to do something creative first thing before I jump into work, before I jump into projects. Nice. Um, whether it's, uh, it could be learning to practice guitar. It could be yep. writing, but something for me that I enjoy doing, it's not really may not be productive mm-hmm. or may not be generating money or yep. anything, but yep. it's just working sort of, I guess, that side of my creativity and allowing my mind to explore. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I'm actually going to apply to my life soon. Yeah, that's um, perfect. Yeah, just to create, because I think I get so, but myself, I get so bogged down and busy oh. with day-to-day life and business and different things. Um, Look, you know, like I said, I, I've got two kids and uh, I've run my own business before. I've been a pastor. I've worked for people. Yeah. I've done all sorts of things. So I've had a very busy, jam-packed life. And, um, you know, particularly I think as a, as a mother and, and a wife, yeah, uh, I've had to build in some space for me. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, so one of the areas in my life that I've kind of built some space into for that very thing just to be able to explore yeah. who I am, you know, um, <laughs> believe it or not. So I'm not much of a dancer, um, as my children would definitely agree with. But what I have done, and it kind of serves a couple of purposes. Um, one, it helps me get fit. Yeah. And two, it's actually, I've been surprised at how much it's kind of um, enabled me to be a bit more freer yeah. in, in a few things. So I... I get up quite early. I've become a morning person, which is, I'm not sure about that yet, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, and I mean, you know, five, half past five in the morning, right? And I get up and I do this routine. It's called Get Fit With Rick. He's he's a YouTuber. He's got this fitness channel on YouTube and it's a step workout. Now, don't judge me. It's, he's, a, he's an ex-dancer. Yeah. So he's got all these dance steps. And I do 5,000 steps of a morning. In the morning. With Get Fit with Rick. Um, and they're dance moves. Okay. I'm not great at it. Yeah. And I kill myself <laughs> laughing most mornings because I mess it up and I get the steps wrong. But I've found that it's brought a lot of joy. Yeah. And a lot of um, freeing of who I am first up of the morning. And it That's sets amazing. my day yeah. really nicely. Even just laughing like while you're doing it is great. I know, you know, like I'm on my back patio with my headphones on and my iPad set up watching Get Fit With Rick and trying to copy yeah. his steps. Nobody can hear a thing except I'm just there. And it, it must look really weird um, to Lincoln when he goes to work, but hey, <laughs> I don't care, you know. Um, yeah. But it's good because... I used to do when I was a kid, I learned how to break dance. Now you would not know that about me. You learned how to break dance now or as a kid? No, as a kid. Okay. When I was a kid. Okay. I used to be able to do all sorts That's of things. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, um the windmill? Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> It's kind of embarrassing, but anyway. Oh, that's great. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe. Anyway, um, my point is it's really important to have that time. Yeah. To be able to explore new things. 
and that's part of that new experience and it's part of being able to open yourself up to something else that is great and that sort of answers one of the questions that i was going to ask which was like you know what sort of advice would you give someone who Mm. might be stuck in a rut or is trying to sort of you know um build a creative spark you know sure um because you touched on the people you surround yourselves with yep uh the content you take in like books and podcasts like building that exposure right um new experiences new environments and um creating space for creativity to express creativity right um so i feel like any one of those things would be a great place for someone to start oh for sure and it's you know, the whole get fit with Rick thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whilst it sounds a bit corny and it yeah. probably looks a bit weird, um, it's different for me. Yeah. And it's not time consuming. It's not another thing that I'm adding into an already busy schedule. Yeah. Um, it may sound like it, but my point there is you've got to make time to do something different to figure out what it is that you're trying to be creative with. And sometimes doing something different just helps unlock new possibilities. Yeah, no, I agree. I've found that myself for sure. Um, Just to share something of my own, because you shared the hip hop breakdancing thing. (laughs) um, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, Mm -hmm. but I did ballet for a year when I was a kid. Nice. (laughs) So I did hip hop as well. That's awesome. um, Because dad was a hip hop teacher. Okay. Um, But I did ballet. That's um, cool. That's something that I don't think most people know, but... Right, we'll keep yeah. it on the lowdown, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I'll tell anyone. <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, but just on that, like my last hmm. thought for myself around that is, um, I think I, my upbringing, I, you know, was homeschooled for the majority of my school life and travelled around Australia a bit, like moved around with family um, and also having eight younger siblings. Wow. Um, but two of which were like the two closest to me were girls. So I think having that sort of homeschooling sort of outside the traditional school culture um, and moving around a lot, for me, change, creativity, trying out new things was fairly normal. Yep. Um, I actually think it was a benefit not for myself and and I'm not saying this for everyone, but being in some of those structures because when it came to like the opportunity to do ballet, I never wanted to be, and I'm not a ballet dancer. Um, it's not like something because like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yep. But I said yes to it because I was sort of used to trying new things and I was like, oh, this could right. be cool. Right. Um, so yeah, I think for me, I've realized that I've sort of had that a bit of that upbringing yep. and I had a lot of people that I know haven't. Yep. So they have to be really intentional about stepping out and like you were saying, trying new things. Yeah. Look, I think that's a really good point and it's the being intentional about it yeah. and it's like, changing your friendship circle yeah. and being around people who are going to challenge you you have to be intentional about it and sometimes yeah. when you start to grow the people that you're around don't like that yes yes they don't like you or they try and keep you where you already are and being intentional about growing and changing and being more creative yeah it it's a discipline too you have to go out of your way and out of yourself and be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, com- uncomfortable. And we're creatures of habit and creatures of comfort naturally. So yes. that's, yeah, it doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel good all the time. Never. Yeah. And I think when you're exploring your creativity, nothing feels right until you find that flow. Yeah. 
you know, once you get to that point where you have that creative flow, you know you're in the right spot. Yeah, I love that. Well, one of the main things that stood out to me is um, that I'm just thinking about is expressions of creativity. Yep. I really like that. Yeah, thanks. I think it's really differentiates creative yeah. and artistic. Well, I'm going to have to continue thinking about the words and the phrasing that I use as well. <laughs> Me too. Um, Me too. With this podcast. But um, I just want to really thank you for coming on and for sharing Pleasure. some of your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Great time. Really appreciate it. If people want to find you, find out more about what you're doing, where sure. can they go? Yeah. Look, I do have a website, uh, not fully developed, but yeah. it is there. Um, KirstenLWilliams.com or I'm on LinkedIn yeah. and I'm on Facebook. TikTok. I am on TikTok, but uh, yeah, we'll leave that one right there. <laughs> you might get a few new followers. <laughs> I, I, I might get, yeah, you never know. But I am on TikTok, um, yes. That's great. And we'll put like um, your links and um, a description in the bio yeah, as well. All right, um, that sounds great, yeah. Elisha. It's been great. But thanks, Kirsten, for coming on. No, you're welcome anytime. And I'm sure we'll see you again. Yeah, that'd be great. That is a wrap. I hope that you were inspired to look at how you can tap more into your creative potential, whether you think you're a naturally creative person or not, and look at how you can continue to cultivate a creative mindset. I think we could all do with some more creativity in our personal and professional lives and just discover the joy of creating a bit more. I'll see you on the next episode.